and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love. Love is all you need. All you need is love is a look at relationships all around the world. Ones that are the same as ours, ones that are different than ours. And all you need is love. Today, it's about the joy of having a best friend. I mean, Dave and I have been best friends for 20 years. That's right. Uh, But I'm not sure if we would take it to the next level and become platonic life partners. You never know. The week is young, Dave. (laughs) Our next guest, April Lee, has gone viral on TikTok while sharing life with her PLP, Renee. And she's on the line now from Singapore. Good morning, April. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're great. Thank you for talking to us all the way from Singapore today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Tell us about Renee. Oh, my gosh. I mean, um, she is just the most fantastical, whimsical, kind-hearted, empathetic human and the love of my life. And when did you know that she was a love of your life? Um, Honestly, it was a slow burn. You know, we've been friends for 13 years. So I think with every year that passed, it kind of became more and more sure that she was just the most empowering relationship in my life until we pulled the trigger to be life partners. So I'm interested because Dermot and I have been, I suppose, best friends. We've been work colleagues for 20 years, but we're best friends. And we spent obviously a lot of time together. We worked together every single day for the last 20 years. Yeah. When did you feel like it was more than just being your best friend there was something else between you and Renee ah uh, okay well I think it was just the idea that you know best friends aren't who you're supposed to live your life with or start a family with or like move in with and that usually is reserved for your spouse or your romantic partner and neither Renee or I ever felt that way um, about our romantic partners and we didn't want that and the more we start thinking about it we realized that we saw that kind of future with each other. And the only thing that was stopping us was basically society telling us, like, you don't move across the world to be with your best friend. That's silly. And like, and then we realized how dumb that was and that we really should just follow what made us happy. And that's, that's what happened. Well, there's no sexual element to your relationship. Was that ever broached? Or how do you know? Or did you know that maybe at one time one of you may have wanted that? Or... It wasn't on the table for the other person. How did you navigate that whole area? Was it just ever even an issue? Did it ever even come up? Actually, not at all. We've just, it's been platonic since day one. So, and we've been in very intimate situations. Like we're intimate, I would say, and we're affectionate, but it's never been sexual. Right. And so would you come home from work and hug or kiss on the cheek or anything like that? Um, you know what? After like being in a long distance for five years we barely touch each other now because like a lot of our relationship was kind of over the phone or over a screen so our love languages are words of affirmation and quality time so no we we barely touch each other at all (laughs) okay and do you both have romantic lives outside of this platonic relationship yes we do yeah, we're, we are both, well, I am dating, I'm in a committed romantic relationship, and Renee is casually dating and kind of exploring her sexuality at the moment. Right, and in your committed romantic relationship, presumably you would have had to discuss Renee as a major part of your life, your partner, effectively, yeah. even though you're in a committed romantic relationship with someone else. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, she's been in my life, like, long before he came into my life, so he knew about her from day one. 
How does that then translate into real life in terms of, you know, say you have the option to move in with your romantic partner? I mean, is that ever on the table? And is there a certain amount of time that you insist that you stay with Renee because she's your primary life partner? How do you work out the nuts and bolts of all that? Well, I mean, there aren't any rules to this. The whole point of what we're doing is that we're keeping it fluid to what we desire ourselves so it's open to change and as of now my living situation with Renee I cannot imagine a better roommate and a better domestic partner and financial partner and I don't want to put that kind of pressure or commitment on my romantic partners unless that naturally you know evolves to be that way but but it's definitely a possibility and did you guys sit down at the beginning of taking things more seriously than just being friends you sit down and uh, talk about what you had a vision for in terms of your life because it seems to me that the way things are going this is my perception maybe it's right or wrong but that you guys communicate an awful lot uh, you tend to make decisions based on having had a conversation about whatever it is so did you sit down at the beginning and kind of negotiate how you were going to be life partners oh absolutely i mean it was a whole year and a half of negotiation because we were separated in the pandemic and we were just talking on the phone every single day and visually, you know, discussing hypotheticals, discussing what a combined life would look like, who would contribute what and in what way and um, what would happen if one of us started dating. Like we did all of that negotiating. I would imagine like how any romantic couple would do it before they get married. Hmm. I mean, I know that you say that you like to keep things fluid, but... You do have certain rules. Can, can you tell us about that or maybe one rule in general? Um, I think that, I guess a universal rule that Renee and I have is that we remain as a unit, um, especially in conflict. And, and that is the way that we show each other that we're putting our platonic life partnership ahead of every other relationship in our life. So if her and I ever got into a disagreement or anything like that, I'm not confiding in my romantic partner and trying to validate my side of things without first fixing the problem with her. So it's really just putting each other first. And your friends and family, do they understand the relationship? Was there any kind of reluctance from anybody in your close circle when you said this is what you wanted to do? Um, you know, I think our mothers are like, you know... It, conservative Singaporeans and it, there was a little bit of maybe confusion in the beginning but after we talked to them and the fact that they're both divorced I think they understood the importance of a deep platonic emotional connection that women kind of have with their girlfriends and at the end of the day their girlfriends stuck around way longer than their husbands did, like our dads did. So I think they kind of understood that marriage doesn't solve like all your problems is not the end all be all. And they just want us to be happy and they can see that we are. Yeah, but so can the whole world because you've obviously you've taken to TikTok and you're sharing elements of your partnership there and maybe inspiring people to, you know, see that there's alternative relationship roadmaps that they can follow. Have you discovered more like you out there as a result of all the publicity? Actually, yes. Um, I recently went to New York for my birthday and met up with my friend Jay, who is part of another PLP that was featured on the USA Today article. And we had just connected over the article and became like internet friends. And we finally decided to meet. And she's actually married to her best friend platonically. And they're raising um, a 16-year-old kid together. They adopted him. 
and it's beautiful. It's like you find this whole community of people who have similar values and similar goals in life, and you just feel supported and seen. And if somebody maybe doesn't feel seen uh, who's listening to this, but maybe thinks that this might be something they want to explore, is there a way, other than obviously following your TikTok, like, are there things people can search on the internet? Are there other supports out there that people maybe don't know about? Um, well, I would just say follow more content creators that are sharing about their platonic partnerships. There are way more now, I think, like, who... You know, after this went viral and they, I think they've been able to label what their partnership was. I've heard stories of, you know, couples that were romantic before for years but realized it didn't work and they weren't in love anymore. But they realized they still cared for each other like family and they, all the other aspects of their partnership still worked out really well. And they transitioned to a platonic life partnership. Like there's so many different kinds of um, platonic partnerships out there that... I think it's it's just yeah it's just really just researching and I say follow content creators because I think that that's the most transparent and direct and personal source of information you can get to hear like a variety of different ways that people make this work and as a content creator and and sharing all the personal elements of your life is there any part of you concerned that maybe you know, now that this all works for you in your 20s, but later on in 20 years, you've got all this video content of personal stuff and maybe you'll have changed your mind or moved in a different direction or, <laughs> you know, you, you may just want to be a more private person. <laughs> you know, possibly, right? Possibly. And if that's the case, I mean, well, it's too late now to take anything back, but I would be honest, you know, if I changed my mind, there must have been a reason and there, there would probably be another lesson to learn from that that I could share. And I'm not afraid of that. I'd rather be honest and transparent about whether it's a mistake or a change of mind or whatever, because, there, yeah, people can learn from these things. Well, you can follow April Lee at at Psychotti on TikTok. That's at P-S-Y-C-H-O-T-T-I-E on TikTok. There's already 53,000 followers up there, so you'll be joining the community. April, thank you very much for joining us all the way from Singapore and telling us about yourself and Renee. Of course. Thank you, guys. Thanks, April. Bye, guys. It was great to talk to you. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9 a.m. Today FM. It's time to hit the switch on your energy supply. Make the switch to SSE Airtricity right now, and not only will you be joining Ireland's largest green energy provider, you'll also save 33% on electricity and gas. Yes, 33%. Go to sseairtricity.com today and get your 33% discount exclusively online. SSE Airtricity. This is Generation Green. EAB 2168 euro and 23 cent. Offer online only from the 10th of the 1st, 22. Rates valid from the 1st of the 5th, 22. Subject to change. One year standard unit rate for new home gas and electricity customers and direct debit enable. For details of EAB, T's and C's, rates, exit fee, standing charge and green energy claims, see sseairtricity.com.